to do what, Les? I got a call. Just got elected. And they said Mama had been diagnosed with breast cancer. And I said I was going to resign from the Ohio legislature to come back to take care of my mother. And they said, come on, Leslie, you don't have to do that. I said, Wesley, listen to me. What are you planning on doing? Well, Margaret Ann has been doing something to be helpful in the process. I said, what do you mean? Well, we've looked at a lot of places, and we knew you were going to have this kind of mindset and attitude. And we found a nice place for them to take care of Mama, a nice nursing home. Wesley, listen to me. Mama used to work in a nursing home. What did she say? All the time. She never wanted to be in one. I promised her at 10, she would not. I will come home. Don't move her. She can't take care of herself. I don't care. See, here's what I had a problem. I couldn't see how one woman could take care of seven children who couldn't take care of themselves. But seven children couldn't take care of one woman. I just believe it was possible. So I resigned from the Ohio legislature. said, what will you do now? I said, I don't know. You don't have a college degree. You're very lucky to be a state legislator. You've been in broadcasting. Now you're walking away from all of that. So did she. She was an attractive woman at 46. She used to say, what man wants a woman with six kids, seven kids? She walked away from her life for us. She didn't have to do that. Judge a person not by what they do, but what they do and what they don't have to do. Judge the true quality of a person, what they do when nobody's looking. So she didn't have to do that. And so I resigned with the Ohio legislature and I went back to Miami. There's some decisions you're going to have to make in life and that you don't know how you're going to do it. And I'm going to tell you, don't worry about it. Why? Because there's some things you can't wrap your mind around. Now, maybe that's why my favorite book says you must walk by faith and not by sight. Come on. There's some things you just can't figure. Repeat after me, please. Lead. Lead. And grow your wings on the way down. And grow your wings on the way down. Come on. Hey, you got to take some. How many of y'all took a leap? Come in here. Raise your hands, please. You took a leap. You spent some money you didn't have. But you said, I can't afford to go. And then you said, but I can't afford not to go. So, let us say together, it's necessary. It's necessary. See, when you believe your dream is necessary, then you're willing to go all out. You're willing to do whatever is required. A.L. Williams said, all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough, but make sure you do all you can do. See, most people aren't willing to go all out. Most people are not willing to sacrifice. Most people are not willing to fight for their dream. And you got to fight for your dream. Let us say fight. Fight. Yeah, see, the reason you got to fight is because when you have a goal and you have a dream, you're going to get a lot of opposition. You get a lot of no's, a lot of rejections. Things are going to work against you. When you want to take your life from one level to the other, all hell will break loose. Yeah. Murphy's Law will show up. Well, who's Murphy? Don't worry, he's waiting for you at the airport. <laughs> Murphy Law says anything can go wrong, it will, but at the worst possible moment. Things will happen to you. 
Why? I don't know. It's called life. It's going to happen to you. I was devastated to say, you have cancer. I said, what? How, me? I eat well. You know, me? You know what I said? Why me? Why not you? Who would you suggest? <laughs> Forrest Gump told you life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. It's called life. You have to deal with it. Now let me say something here. One of the other reasons why you have to have something positive for your mind is because things are going to happen to you, now especially if you're approaching 40. Life begins to intensify. I don't know, but it's something about 40 and 60. Something about that area. Oh, I'm so glad to be on the other side of 60. I don't know what to do. But between 40 and 60, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Between 40 and 60, I saw my mother die. Never saw anyone die before. Between 40 and 60, my best friend Alexander Wims died waiting on a liver transplant as I read the 23rd Psalm and said, Boo, I will take care of your mother and father. Boo, I will be here for William and Alex. Between 40 and 60, I went through a divorce from someone that I love very much. Between 40 and 60, I had a national syndicated talk show that was canceled. Between 40 and 60, life hit me so many times. Most people never, ever reach their dreams because they go so far. Because of the battles of life, they pop. They parked. I parked for 10 years because of the hips of life. I didn't even turn my emergency lights on because I didn't even want anybody to notice me. I didn't want them to stop and say, are you out of gas? No, I'm not out of gas. My engine's still running. You need a jump? No, I don't need any cables. I don't need a jump. My heart is still beating. I'm still breathing. No. No, I'm parked. Sometimes life can knock the wind out of you. I saw a fight. The referees <laughs> stepped in. God was knocked out on his feet. He couldn't raise his arms to defend himself, to block the blow. Sometimes life can do that to you. They say life is like an onion. You have to peel it one layer at a time. And sometimes you cry. Life. Let us say together, it's necessary, it's necessary. that you detoxify your life. Yeah, write that down. Detoxify your life. See, most people will never achieve their goals because they have too many negative, toxic, energy draining people in their lives. Amen. If you're sleeping with the enemy, just blink your eyes. <laughs> Most relationships are dying together rather than growing together. So as you look at your goals and look at your dreams, here's what I want you to keep in mind. Detoxify your life. There's some people that are not good for you. Sometimes family members. Sometimes personal relationships, friends, it turned out at one time they were positive, but they became negative and toxic. It takes everything in you 
to live your dream. It takes everything in you. You can't come out here and fight and then go home and face another battle too. It will take too much out of you. You got to look at the people that you associate with. Why? Because people influence you. Sidney Poitier wrote a book, The Measure of a Man. He said, when you go for a walk, something happens. He said, either you adjust to their pace or they adjust to your pace. Whose pace have you adjusted to? Three steps I was telling you about. December, give you an example. December 8th was a humbling day for me. December represented the 20th year I've been speaking professionally. And on the 8th, usually in the month of December, remember I said what we do and what we accomplish is a result of the story we believe about ourselves. In the month of December, everybody knows in the speaking industry, it's a slow month. In the month of December, you usually do 30, 40,000, 60,000 if you're lucky in that month. But because of an interruption of the story in my head, and because I decided to get some people out of my life and began to develop some other strategic relationships, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough said, if you're the smartest one in your group, you need to get a new group. <laughs> and I developed a relationship with some people that had more than me, that were making over $300 million a year. And as a result of that strategic relationship, in one hour and a half, I earned $410,000. One hour. That was a blow from both ends. One, I was happy. Two, I was saying, my God, I should have upgraded my relationships a long time ago. <laughs> I was a big fish in a small pond and thought I was doing something. I was shocked because all I could think about all the hotels I had been in over the years and all the plane rides and all the time I spent away from my grandchildren. All that time I could have been at home. All the time going through the airport and they kick your shoes off and give you a prostate examination. All that time. <laughs> And when they search me, it's, it, I'm ticklish. And somebody starts pat me down. Go, oh, I'm talking about Larry. I'm real nervous in. <laughs> but I'm ticklish. You tell me I'm ticklish. I'll be ticklish all the time, you know. I couldn't believe that. $410,000. So... Look at your relationships. And I just want you to think about some of the people in your life. And I want to ask you a question. What are those relationships doing to you? What are they doing to you? They build you up or tear you down? Why, Les? Do they criticize you? Well, yeah, but it's no big deal. They tell you you couldn't do it? Yeah, but you know, people are like that. Let me just share with you an MIT study. MIT did a study. And the study indicated that if, if I say to you, you can't do that, then 16 other people have to come by and say, you can do it, 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 to neutralize at one time. Oh, wow. 
That's why my favorite book says, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Am I making sense to you? Yes. And so that's why we have to hear things to build us up because we live in a world that tells us more about our limitations rather than our potential. How many of you ever been told you can do something? Raise your hands, please. Now, ladies and gentlemen, now somebody in the room is going to know this. I'm going to make a sentence, and if you know the end of the sentence, say it with me. Winston tastes good like what? Now, ladies and gentlemen, that commercial has not been on television or radio in over 30 years. Over 30 years. That has not been on radio or television for over 30 years. Now, what else is back there in your head? <laughs> now think about this. USA New US News said, magazine, that nine out of our 10 choices are made out of the unseen mind, the subconscious mind. As you begin to work on yourself, listening to tapes over and over again, how long should I listen? As often as you possibly can. Why? Because, write this down, life is a fight for territory. And once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want will automatically take over. Life is a fight for territory. You have, to, you have a lawn and there's the weeds out there. You go out there with one can of weed killer and sprinkle it out there and kill the weeds. You think you won't ever have to go out there, there again? Trust me. That's not true. You go on a diet. You exercise. You eat right. You stop doing that. You think you won't gain that weight back? You'll gain that and some. You start reading positive things and doing positive things and listening to positive things on a regular basis. You stop, and those negative thoughts will come back with a vengeance. Some of you have already experienced it, haven't you? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's why you got to work on yourself every day. Every day. And the reason you're in this room is because you have a big dream in you. And see, you can't fit a big dream into a small life. There's a big dream. See, every, just think about it. Everything that you see, the world's greatest achievement was, at some time, a dream. The clothes that you have on, the plane that you flew on, this microphone that I'm holding, the room that we're in, the carpet, the chair that you're seated in, everything was, at first, a dream. There was nothing on the earth. Everything here, I think life is very practical and very simple. Everything on the earth was a dream. It came out of somebody. Why are you here? I'm saying to you, you're here because you're aware of something in you, that, that, that thirst of increase. You know that there's something else you're supposed to do. That's why you're here. You are God's chosen vessel. You have something special. You were chosen one out of 400 million sperm. There's something that you have in you that you were chosen to bring here that if you don't do it, we will all suffer. Remember I said, Dr. Howard Thurman, we came to you and only you could have given us life. 
And now we must die with you forever. If you die today, what dream? What idea? What talents? What speech? What book? What art? What music? What entrepreneurial venture will die with you? Well, this place on the planet is not in the Four East where there's oil in the ground, Dr. Miles Monroe said. It's not in South Africa where there are diamond mines here. The wealthiest place on the planet is the cemetery. When my friend Alexander Williams died after I funeralized him and prayed, I was coming out of the cemetery, and the lady said, last, last, yes, I know this is a sad day for you. Alexander was a good man. You called him boo? Yes, he was a good man. Yes, thank you so much. Last, yes. I remember on your tapes you said Boo was a great cook. Yes, yes, Boo was a great cook. He, he fixed those great Caribbean dinners and he was from the Bahamas, but it was a Jamaican or Bahamian. It didn't matter. Boo was a great cook. Everybody loved when Boo cooked. Yeah, thank you. She said, you said he's going to write the book of his secret recipes. Yes. Did he write the book? I said, no. She said, ooh, he took that with him. He took that with him. Henry David Thoreau said, Oh God, to reach the point of death, only to realize that you've never lived. Only to realize that you've never scraped the surface of your potential. Why are you in this room? You're in here because you know there's something in you. Can't explain it. Can't put words to it, but you have got to do something else. And you know that what got you there can't take you where you want to go. And you're seeking a breakthrough. How many are seeking a breakthrough? Raise your hands. Yeah. And part of the breakthrough process is look at the people in your life and ask yourself the question as you look at your dream who can I count on and who should I count out? <laughs> Who can I count on? And who should I count on? Here's something else. Repeat after me, please. OQP. Only quality people. You want to change your life? Want to know how I got here? Why top company in the United States flying me to Barcelona this year is going to pay me $50,000 US to speak for 35 minutes with seven interpreters? I change my relationships. There are two types of relationships. There are toxic relationships and nourishing relationships. Toxic relationships, they drain you. They, they don't let you forget the mistakes of the past. They're people without dreams and goals. They're people who are satisfied with where they are. And they're like crabs in a barrel. They're jealous and envious of you. They always tell you what you can't do. Always quick to point out your mistakes. Nourishing relationships, they believe in you, they encourage you, they enable you to do things that you don't even realize. I'll never forget Mr. Washington, when I met him, I was in his class. And he said, young man, go to board and work this problem out for me. I said, I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, I'm not one of these students. He said, look at me, yes, sir. Go to the board and work the problem out anyhow. I said, I can't, sir. Why, sir? Because I'm educable, mentally retarded, sir. <laughs> the students began to laugh. When I was in fifth grade, I was identified as EMR, labeled educable, mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade to the fourth grade, fell again when I was in the eighth grade. 
And they said, Mr. Washington, he's DT. That's, that's Leslie. That's not Wesley. Wesley's the smart one. So what does DT stand for? He's the dumb twin. And everybody laughed. And as I stood there looking at him as he laughed at me, he came from behind his desk. He looked at me and he said, don't you ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. Wow. He interrupted the story that I believed about myself in my head. I went from being a low achiever to a kid that had promise, that had potential. And I'm saying to you, words are very powerful. I used to complain to Mama about them teasing me. She said, Leslie, your sticks and stones will break your bones and words will never hurt you. That's not true. Life and death is in the tongue. Words, how many know words can hurt you? Yes, they can tear you down or they can build you up. How many of you since I've been speaking that your spirits are stronger now? Raise your hand, you know, if you just feel built up. Yeah, words are powerful. Words are powerful. It can ignite the spirit. Yes. So you got to look at those relationships, all right? Now, repeat after me, please. Make your move, Make your move before you're ready. Before you're ready. Yeah. See, see, a lot of people won't ever do the things they came here to do because they're looking for everything to line up right. Many of you just decided to make the move. Why? Because sometimes you've got to take some chances in life. See, most people go through life trying to play it safe. Let me tell you a secret. There is no safe position in life. Hello, there is no safe position in life. You can't get out of life alive. You gotta, gotta leave here. So you can die in the bleachers, or you can die in the field, but you're going to go. The second time Lazarus died, they called Jesus, he hung the phone up. You gotta go. This God said, if you're not willing to risk, you cannot grow. And if you cannot grow, you cannot become your best. And if you cannot become your best, you can't be happy. And if you can't be happy, then what else is there? Well. <clears throat> and so you got to take some chances. 